Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It was imperative to to us as a staff to make it the best possible year we could. Uh, keep pushing the guys, and they were terrific. They were uh, they pushed through, you know, some difficult times, and, and we certainly appreciate that. And so now, moving forward, we're excited about uh, what the future holds for us. That was newly hired Idaho men's basketball coach Zach Claus. He's today's guest. Welcome to Dan Dickow's Quarantine Series on the Scorebook Live Today podcast. Every weekday, Dan interviews an expert in the world of sports, from star hoopers and coaches like Steve Kerr, Jamal Crawford, and Doug Christie, to seven-time Mr. Olympia bodybuilder Phil Heath. We hope you're entertained and maybe learn a thing or two as we navigate these uncertain times. The easiest way to tune in is by subscribing. In addition to our weekly Washington High School Sports News and Conversation podcast released Thursdays, hosted by myself, Andy Bueller, fellow reporter Todd Millis, Dan is bringing you interviews just like this one delivered five days a week. Head to wherever you get your podcast, subscribe for free, and while you're there, leave a review. We'd love to hear from you. Before we get to Dan's interview today, a word from our sponsor. This podcast is brought to you by Washington Federal. Washington Federal is a local bank and portfolio lender with more than 200 branches across eight states, more than 32,000 fee-free ATMs, 24-7 online and mobile banking with drive-up ATMs. The Washington Federal is a proud sponsor of Scorebook Live. They care deeply about high school sports and the communities that support them across the entire state of Washington. Head to wfdbank.com to learn how they can help you meet your financial goals. That's wafdbank.com. Washington Federal, a neighbor you can count on. We hope everybody's staying safe and healthy. We're just as excited for high school sports to return as you are. Now, Dan Dickow. Dan Dickow with Scorebook Live Washington, continuing on with our quarantine series. This is actually our final episode in our quarantine series, where we've brought you a conversation with the expert, with an expert in the field of sports. Could be a player, coach, broadcaster, you name it. We try to uh, bring you a different perspective. Today, a longtime college basketball coach. He's been an assistant at a, a number of really successful programs. Uh, he's in charge of his own program for the first time at Idaho. Um, none other than Coach Zach Kloss. Zach, how's life in, in Moscow? And hopefully you and your family are staying healthy right now. Yeah, everything is terrific. Family is doing really well. appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. We've, we've talked with coaches from different programs throughout the Northwest during these times. And you know, looking at a little bit about your bio, having talked about talk to people that that know you, um, you know the Northwest really well. Assistant coach at Portland State, you played at Eastern Washington after you started your playing career at Creighton, and like I said, you're now the head coach at Idaho. When you look at high school basketball in the Northwest and in, in Washington in particular, and I know you can't talk specifics with players, but uh, how good is the basketball in this part of the country, in your opinion? I think it's it's awesome, uh, you know, from from Spokane, which is obviously, you know, just up the road from us. You make your way over to Seattle and everywhere in between. I mean, obviously, there's been a number of 
not only division one, but division two and, you know, throughout uh, the levels of play of kids that want to continue to play even, uh, even to the NWAC as far as just guys that love to play basketball. And it is a terrific place to get out and watch. Uh, there's a lot of good high school coaches that, you know, I love talking to, whether it be they come by and, and watch our practices and I'm shoot, I'm asking as many questions of them as, you know, they may have for us. And at the same time, it's fun because, uh, you know, there's so much energy in the building when you go to the various high schools and whether it's, you know, a bigger class in Seattle, Spokane or something like that, or you hit a small town game, uh, you know, and everything in between. It's, uh, it's, it's a high level and a whole lot of fun to go watch the games here in the state. You know, a lot of times uh, for programs in the big sky like yours, you're not entrenched in a large city outside of maybe uh, Sacramento State and, and Portland State. They're kind of in smaller college towns. Does that help you in the recruiting process, do you feel? Uh, it might be more difficult to go out and evaluate guys, but um, when you get them on campus, is that a selling feature to you guys? It is for us. I know when once we're able to get guys and parents on campus, show them the community, uh, show them what a beautiful campus that we have, show them what a terrific downtown and, and supporting community that we have here in Moscow is terrific. But, uh, you know, for us, most of the time, I mean, we're, we're doing some traveling to get out and about and whether that's driving throughout the Pacific Northwest or jumping on a plane to go watch kids, that's a, you know, that's a necessary thing for us. Uh, but again, we love, uh, where we're at, um, like I said, I mean, for me as a competitor for many years coming to Idaho, I mean, you roll into town and the hotel and campus and the arena or, you know, the dome is right here when you first come in. So until I moved here, you know, when our family came, when we took this job at Idaho, we had no idea. And so it's, it's been a wonderful uh, time for us. Uh, the schools have been terrific for our children. And it's been a community that's welcomed us with open arms. So it's been a terrific place to be. Most coaches, when they get into it as a young uh, assistant coach, they've got visions or dreams to run their own program. And everybody's career path takes them in different ways. Some coaches get their opportunities sooner rather than later. Some of them come through unique circumstances. Your head coaching opportunity came through a unique circumstance. Um, but you made the most of it. And now you had that interim label taken off and you you are entrenched now in the University of Idaho is that something that was difficult to work through this past season and what are you the what is the future prospects for Idaho you're right in terms of I'm no different in terms of aspiring to be a head coach it's something that I've dreamt about for a long long time and at the same time on you know the the circumstances were unfortunate for too many people involved and I wouldn't wish uh, for anybody to have to go through, you know, what we did last, last spring and summer, it impacted a whole lot of good people. And uh, it was a difficult situation to go through, but at the same time, the initial was thinking about the, the players in the program. And all I kept thinking about was this is not what they signed up for. And it was a matter of trying to make the year to make the experience the best it could possibly be. And, you know, I, I point to Trayvon Allen, who was a senior for us this past year. He's a young man whose both parents 
went to school at Idaho. His dad played football here. He grew up shoot 45 minutes away from campus. I mean, his family is, you know, a part, you know, has, you know, the university of Idaho in him. And so all I kept thinking about is, you know, here's a guy that went through a whole lot of success as a freshman and sophomore. Uh, you know, we had a down year as junior year, and now he's dealing with a coaching change and what's going to happen with the roster. And so it was imperative to, to us as a staff to make it the best possible year we could uh, keep pushing the guys. And they were terrific. They were, uh, they pushed through, you know, some difficult times and, and we certainly appreciate that. And so now moving forward, we're excited about uh, what the future holds for us. We, we really are excited about the uh, returning guys that we have. We have a nucleus of five guys that in, our, in a class that's coming in uh, for this upcoming fall that we, we can't wait to get them here on campus. Um, you know, to continue to compete in the big sky is something that's been awesome. I've done it since I was a player. I've been at a few different places within the league. It, it's a terrific uh, conference to compete in. And then on top of that, uh, you know, every day driving by and we have this beautiful new arena that's being put together. And uh, we look forward to that being completed in a year. And, and that's just going to add to the dynamic of the job and of our campus. I was going to ask you about that new arena, um, and it's one of those things in all of college athletics. It's kind of an, an arms race, and to have a, a new shiny toy such as a gym um, or a practice facility, whatever it may be, can be really helpful in recruiting. So that's something that is going to benefit you and your staff when you go out and, and recruit kids and try to uh, sell to them and their families, you know, why to come to Idaho. But now, what is your philosophy and how did you build your philosophy uh, once you got that opportunity as a head coach? Because as an assistant, you're taking things, I'm sure year after year from different people. Now it's your show. It's your decisions to be made. How'd you come up with that philosophy? Well, I mean, it starts with the people within the program and obviously, you know, everything's going to be player driven and we want obviously talented young men in our program, but we want, we want the total package. We want the first class guys that take care of their academics. They're not, you know, a risk in that regard. They're, they're handle themselves off the floor. They come from wonderful families and they're going to represent the university, whether we're on the court on Saturday night or whether they're walking through town on Wednesday night. Uh, you know, they're guys that they're going to reflect well on all of us as a program. And then at the same time, very fortunate to have both Doug Knopsek and Kenny Tripp on our staff. They do an amazing job. I've known both of them for many years and have an unbelievable level of trust uh, in both of them. They do incredible work. And then on top, you know, and then the thing that we talk to recruits all the time about, we're very fortunate here in terms of the people that have their hands on our guys on a daily basis. So from Krista Gray, who's our academic director, to Jake Scharnhorst, who is our strength coach. I mean, we have wonderful people that each and every day, those are the guys are, are those are the people our guys are around. And so it's the people more than anything that are going to help you with your program. And we're incredibly fortunate with who we have here at Idaho. That's awesome that you mentioned. Um, and I hate to call that the group of people you mentioned support staff, because obviously they're very important to uh, any program's success and any coach's success. Uh, and a lot of times they don't get uh, the amount of attention or, or 
uh, awareness from others in, in building a program. But they're helping you guide these players to have a successful team as well as individual journey during the college years. But for a coach who's navigating the early parts of their career to get a chance to be a head coach, what coaches really kind of poured into you that you would consider your mentors and what were the biggest messages maybe that they shared with you? Right off the top. I mean, my biggest mentor and still is to this day is uh, a guy by the name of Jeff Smith and he was an assistant coach at Nebraska. We actually, in spite of a little bit of our age difference, we went to the same high school back in Lincoln, Nebraska, and he was an assistant at Nebraska uh, and that was at a time when the NCAA had what was called a restricted earnings coach. And so he left Nebraska at that time and came out to work for Coach Aggers at Eastern Washington and looked to me and said, hey, you want to come with me? And uh, at that, I mean, I'm dating myself here a little bit, but we're talking no internet. We're talking no cell phones, no nothing. It was, wait, where's Cheney Washington? And uh, if it weren't for him, there's no chance I would have jumped in the car and made that journey. But uh, he's uh, as good of a man as I've ever been around. Uh, I trust him beyond belief. I lean on him for everything, whether it be basketball, uh, as a dad, as just, you know, as a maturing man, uh, I lean on him for all of it. And he's continued to be there for me. Uh, He was with us for the first two years. I was at Eastern Washington. And what's crazy is – the group that, you know, that I played with there, uh, predominantly all of us were there because of either Jeff Smith or David Carter, who I ended up working alongside and working for at Nevada. And within, shoot, if my memory serves, within about a month or two, both of them left. Uh, Jeff went back to Lincoln to be the head high school coach at our, our high school at Southeast. And then, Coach Carter ended up leaving to go to St. Mary's, which was which was his alma mater as well. So we understood and respected both of their decisions. But for those of us that were going into our senior year, we were like, are you guys really leaving us? But uh, we understood it. Uh, but Jeff has been a lifelong friend. Uh, shoot. We even uh, I had him come out during this past season and he spent three or four days with us, was in all of our staff meetings, meetings with the team, got to watch a game, was at practice. And he's somebody I lean on. Uh, on a regular basis and so very fortunate to have him in my life and and uh he will be you know as long as i as long as he'll have me Uh, that's awesome to hear because so many people think you know a head coach just came up with a lot of these knowledge uh these philosophies these uh, culture points all this on their own when in fact usually it's a number of different coaches or maybe one influential one in the past like you mentioned that has kind of really helped Uh, guide and develop uh, somebody's overall philosophy when you look around the game of college basketball there's a lot of good and there's a lot of bad right now and when you look at the good and just staying on the focus of coaches who are a couple of the coaches nationally that you look at and say they do an unbelievable job you know from guiding and teaching their players off the court to on the court success to just how they develop uh, their communities as well. Sure. When you talk about a national level, I was very fortunate for four years to work alongside Mark Fox. He was kind enough to bring me on at the University of Nevada. Uh, he's the best coach that I've had the chance to work alongside in terms of 
he's just, he's an unbelievable leader and he has the ability. And I always describe it this way. He sees the whole board in terms of from his chair, he understands how the marketing piece works. He understands how camp impacts, you know, the program in a good way. He, you know, he's constantly uh, all over recruiting and just player development. He, he, the way he came up in the business, he did every small job that is possible within a program. And there is a reason uh, that he's had such unbelievable success at Nevada, then Georgia, and now, you know, moving on to Cal. And I know that he's going to continue to do incredible things uh, there in in the Pac-12 at Cal. And he's somebody that I, I also lean on and reach out to and consider him to be an incredible, uh, you know, resource for me to lean on. And then, you know, being so close to Spokane and having gone to school out here and to witness what coach few and his staff have continued to do with unbelievable success and to do it with, you know, what we were talking about earlier, such terrific young men, and that's what makes it so much more fun. Uh, and so to to watch and admire that program from afar, but, you know, just having them just down the road, it, it's fun to watch. And I know, first and foremost, I'm a fan. I love the game. And there's been, shoot, I mean, there's been a few times in my time here at Idaho where I've been able to sneak up and just go watch a game. And, you know, you can kind of take your coach hat off for a couple hours and just enjoy it. And you're, you're mesmerized by the student section. You're, you know, you're wowed by the, the, you know, the, the, the level of play. And it's just an unbelievable atmosphere. So it's, it's fun to have those guys so close and be able to keep an eye on them and watch them. Obviously, I know Coach Few and the staff well, having played for him and, and, and close friends with those guys now. Um, so I, I can see that, and I can see Mark Fox in the, the attributes that you talked about from afar because I've, I've watched those teams closely over the years, and I would agree. I think he's doing a tremendous job early on at Cal. Um, and we all know Pac-12 is a difficult league right. uh, to kind of break through and start to be considered along the lines of, of an Arizona um, and, and I think they showed tremendous improvement in, in the first stretch of his career there. Last question before I let you go, Coach. Um, you're now looking to prepare for your first full season uh, in regards to knowing that you're the one putting the expectations together. You're the one with uh, the recruiting budget. You're the one with all the final say on evaluation. If we have this conversation in two years from now, what do you want to see the Idaho program looking like? a program that uh, represents this university, this department, the community in a first class way that we've got terrific young men that when you come to watch us play, you, you leave that, that, you know, you leave the arena that night saying those guys played really hard and they played the right way. And they look like they were having fun that they're, you know, they were enjoying it. And, you know, the icing on top is hopefully you walk out with a smile because we won the game, but uh but just, you know, that we're doing things the right way that, you know, we have guys that are earning meaningful degrees from the University of Idaho and moving on. And, and for many of them, hopefully they get the chance because so many guys want to that they continue to chase their dreams of playing professionally someday. But then, you know, once that's done, they, they're able to fall back on their education and, and figure what they 
what they want to do with the rest of their lives and, and how they're going to support themselves and their families and, and do it that, that way. But, uh, you know, a place that's, uh, that it's a welcoming place, some that, you know, uh, an arena that has a terrific energy about it and, and it's a fun place to go watch a game is what we're, uh, we're looking to do moving forward here. Well, coach, we appreciate your time. I can definitely, uh, hear the passion in your voice that you have for, for the University of Idaho and getting that program uh, on, a on a positive trajectory. I look forward to, to watching your teams over the upcoming seasons. Wish you nothing but the best of luck. And thanks for joining me and Scorebook Live Washington on our quarantine series. It's my pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.